0: Hello and welcome to Writing with Friends, your weekly chat about the best writing tips and tools for your current and future creative projects. I'm BJ Williams, a writer and scientist in Washington, D.C.
1: And I'm Hilary Barnes-Martinez, a writer and educator in San Diego, California. Today on Season 2, Episode 13, we'll be talking about the midpoint beat. So you've written the beginning of your story. You have an idea for a mind-blowing finale, but mm, what's supposed to happen in the middle again? Fear not, we're
0: here to help. Let's get into it. Okay, Hillary, tell us a bit about the midpoint beat.
1: Absolutely. BJ, for me, the middle of the story has always been the hardest. It just feels so high stakes. Maybe it's because as a reader, I pretty often jump ship in the middle of books. I start a ton and finish maybe a third of them. I know firsthand that the middle of the story can just feel muddled. But then, when I read Save the Cat Writes a Novel by Jessica Brody, suddenly the midpoint didn't seem so daunting
0: anymore. Great! Tell us more about what you learned.
1: Well, Brody lays out a beat sheet that every plot can follow. It's basically 15 story elements in loose order. Some are one scene long, like the opening image. On the other hand, some beats are multiple scenes, like the finale. Today, we'll just be focusing on one story beat, the midpoint. But I highly recommend checking out Save the Cat Writes a Novel and learning more about the other beats that Brody outlines as well. Let's
0: start with the basics. Tell us a bit about how Brody defines the midpoint beat.
1: Sure. Okay, so according to Brody... The midpoint beat is around the 50% mark in the novel. At the midpoint, the hero will either experience a false victory or a false defeat that will raise the stakes of the novel.
0: Got it. Can you give an example of this false victory or false defeat?
1: Yes. I love a fairy tale example for plot points, so let's think about Cinderella. At about the midpoint of the story, Cinderella goes to the ball and meets the prince. However, she leaves the ball without telling him her name, and she loses her shoe.
0: Oh, a false defeat.
1: Right. And this false defeat sets the story up for things to get even worse for Cinderella before they get better with the finale and her happy ending.
0: So one of the keys to a successful midpoint beat is to be decisive. At around the 50% mark, things should either be really good or really bad for your hero. If it's somewhere in the middle, the reader may feel the plot is floundering. Can you give an example of a story with a false victory? Sure. So one really clear
1: example is in J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. At about the halfway mark, Harry, Ron, and Hermione end up battling and defeating a troll in the girls' bathroom. It's a false victory that also raises the stakes, because as a result of this incident, the three friends become even more suspicious of Professor Snape.
0: And that suspicion will ultimately lead them to strike out to protect the Sorcerer's Stone at the end of the novel.
1: Right. So a great midpoint holds the reader's attention, and we see our hero be triumphant or defeated, often in a way that will propel them towards the novel's finale.
0: Makes sense. Any other tips you want to give about writing a successful midpoint beat?
1: Yes. One great point that Brody makes in Save the Cat Writes a Novel is that in a false victory midpoint, the hero might actually get what they want, but it will become clear that this achievement isn't actually what the hero needs. For example, maybe the hero just really wants to win a soccer tournament. If the hero achieves that goal at the halfway point of the novel and they realize that they're still unhappy, It might be that they need to learn a spiritual lesson. The importance of working together as a team rather than cheating, for example.
0: What great insight. I can see how I might implement this in one of my favorite genres, scavenger hunt and heist stories. If the hero actually wins at about the midpoint, the second half of the book can be the fallout from the first half during which they can actually learn a spiritual lesson.
1: Absolutely. In Save the Cat Writes a Novel, the beat that Brody places after the midpoint is called the Bad Guy's Close-In Beat, which can encompass both the physical and the emotional or spiritual struggles that the hero faces as we move towards the finale.
0: Great. So I'm hearing that regardless of whether I decide on a false victory or a false defeat at the midpoint of the novel, I'm going to put my hero through something pretty tough in the next beat.
1: That's right. And I would love to get into more of Brody's Save the Cat beats in another episode. But for now, I think that it's time for us to wrap up this portion of the podcast with our craft topic takeaways. Takeaway number one, the midpoint beat should occur at about the 50% mark of your novel and should be a single scene with a false victory or a false defeat.
0: Takeaway number two, the midpoint should raise the stakes of the novel gripping your reader's attention and propelling the plot toward the finale.
1: Takeaway number three, if the hero experiences a false victory at the midpoint and they achieve what they wanted from the beginning of the novel, the second half of the story can be about the hero learning a spiritual lesson, i.e. getting what they need rather than what they thought they wanted at the outset. If you try implementing the Save the Cat midpoint beat in your writing, let us know how you liked it, by writing to us at writingwithfriendspodcast at gmail.com. That's all for this week. Let's sign off with our current read. What's your pick of the week, BJ?
0: Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking by Susan Cain.
1: And mine is Dear Zoo by Rod Campbell.
0: Is this another kid's book pick?
1: Okay, fine. It's a lift the flap board book, but it's really awesome for toddlers. So I do stand by my recommendation.
0: Love that for you. Tweet us your pick of the week at writing underscore friends or email us at writingwithfriendspodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and follow us on all of your favorite podcast platforms to hear more writing tips and tools.
1: If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. As writers, we all know a little insight and encouragement goes a long way.
0: And don't forget to rate and review Writing with Friends. Your reviews really help listeners find the podcast. Thanks to Music Town for our theme music. See you next week.